Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. How are you doing, Ozzy? Yeah, I'm good, Paul. I'm very good indeed, yeah. Thank you. Good, and welcome all to My Life, Pain and Glory with the Governor, Alan Hudson. The only topic that we can talk about is Jack Grealish. Your, your thoughts, your opinion, sir? Um, well, you, you, we all know that uh, things cha- events changed last week. We, one minute he was, you know, left out again, and then he was put back in and... Uh, and then overlooked. So uh, I don't really know. I, I can't really understand the thinking of uh, Southgate. And when I see him talking after the game last night, he just made absolutely no sense whatsoever uh, because it was a very, very poor, mediocre performance against the Danish team. It was not that great. But um, And we keep hearing about how long he's had the job and how long he's been with the young kids and how he's brought them along and this, that and the other. and there wasn't any single sign of any improvement or the excitement that there is at the FA for me. No, I absolutely agree. We're going to talk about the two games against Iceland and Denmark in, in a short while. But let's go back a little bit. You've done another wonderful piece in The Telegraph with, with Jim White. And you did the piece before Jack was called up. Was you surprised that he wasn't called up originally by Gareth Southgate? Because there's smacks of Don Revy and you with Gareth Southgate and Jack Grealish. Um, I'm never surprised when good players are left out of the England team, I must be fair, and uh, I wasn't surprised to see that he was left out. I was I was surprised, actually, that I got a couple of calls that, from people telling me, you know, or emails and messages, because I was away at the time, and uh, I wasn't, I'm not surprised at all that he, he gets left out, because... Does you know why would Gary Southgate want to break the mould? You know this is the English tradition of leaving their superior players out. It's um, and it and when I see him come on last night, uh, substitute with 15 minutes ago, um, I had a a feeling a little bit of deja vu about when Terry Neal said to me one day, "Arsenal, you're going on," and I said, "No, I'm not," and. Uh, if that been me last night, I might refuse to go on because there's no way to treat a young uh, a player on his debut and bring him on 15 minutes to go when your team's playing absolutely nothing at all. You know they were they were terrible. Oh, right, they were a little bit better than Denmark second half because they got bollock in at half time, but they were poor. And what was he trying to do? To, with Jack, was he trying to drag him down to their level, or was he hoping that he will get him out of jail? It was just a, it was just a nonsensical substitution. Why did he bring him on? Was it hoping a little bit of genius to win the game? I don't think so, because if he felt that way, he would have played him from the beginning. I agree, and, and personally, I would have called up Jack from the beginning. He's Gareth Southgate has 
has often said that Jack's behind the likes of Kane, Sancho, Rashford, the more forward players, and he sees him as a, a wide, like, forward player. I find that absolutely incredible that a professional football player, an England manager, looks at Jack Grealish and sees him only in that position when you're right. And for years, I call it the English disease, a total lack of creativity in the middle of the park. A central midfield player that wants to get the ball like you used to, like Alan Ball used to, like Tony Curry used to, and dictate the play. It just has been screaming out for years to call up Jack Grealish and give him that first start. And you're right, I was amazed when he brought him on with 15 minutes ago. Because I said to Tom, I think he's going to do exactly what Revy done with Alan Hudson. I don't think he's going to play him. He's going to wait till the play against Belgium and he's going to throw him in. And if he doesn't have a good game, he'll say, at least I've played him. That's that done. Forget Jack Grealish. Yeah, well, it's got all the... I mean, we did say when I spoke to Jim White, uh, about the, the thing in the Telegraph, you know, is it is it you know the uh, the headline, the right headline would have been is history repeating itself, um, and it seems to have repeated itself so many times over the years. Uh, but now with this new this new era, I mean, there are young there are young refreshing looking team England at the moment, and they need they're crying out for a player like Jack Grealish in midfield to some somebody to grab a hold of the game and then when he came on he was he was going in positions that he wouldn't go for his club. I see at one stage, right at the end, he he gives the ball he knocked the ball back to a defender and he, he made a he made a little run forward into a space and the defender turned away and played it on the other side of the field and it Jack just stopped and put his hands on his hips as if much as to say, you know, what's going on there, you know, uh if you bring someone like Jack into the team, you've got to say to the players, get the ball to him. That, that's why he's here. It's no good not getting the ball into his feet if, if you know, because he's a waste of time being there. It's like it's, play, it's like playing a, a Alan Ball up front and knocking crosses in, yeah. you know, or the Liverpool players up front, you know, and keep crossing the ball all the time because they're all five foot seven. That's no good. You've got to, have to knock it into feet. These... Jack Grealish's strength is, is playing to his feet, and this player just turned away from him and knocked him the other way. And there was just so many signs, you know, that you know I've had to go through that all myself before, and it happened to me in the England, in the England, in a couple of England games in the under twenty three games, and before I got into the first team, and uh, and I was fortunate when I got in there that was that we had two England debutants along with me, Ian Gillard and. Steve Whitworth from Leicester, you know, they they were playing their first matches. So that helped me because I said to them, look, when you get a ball, don't be dilly-dallying or hitting a ball long. Just get it into me or get it into Alan Ball and we'll take care of it. You, you just don't worry about that side of it. You just carry on with your defending and worry about getting forward, you know. And that is, that is a way that what defenders need telling. But sadly... Last night, what Southgate seemed to tell the defenders, because he changed his system, he went through at the back with, with wing-backs. Every time you get the ball, 
hit a diagonal 60 and try and find the wing backs. And, and the midfield, I mean, it was just non-existent. The two midfield players that we picked, I mean, having played such an awful game against Iceland and another game that was just crying out for Jack Grealish to to. To, to stamp his mark on, on that England career that I think should bear fruit of at least 60, 70 England caps, if not more. The fact that, sadly, now he's almost 25, so he might not reach uh, those, those figures. And certainly in a manager that doesn't seem to believe him, I'm, I'd be amazed if he got a dozen. But England do seem to have gone backwards and that game last night that was so dimensional any any decent team could have worked that out within five minutes and absolutely annihilated England well they um, as I said he didn't make much sense after and I listened yeah. to um, Gary Neville and Gary Good at half time and, and they were talking about it. he kept talking about England playing lines and all this and I didn't I didn't understand what they were talking about it was nothing to do Football has nothing to do with lines and everything else. But, you know, straight they're playing in straight lines and uh, and uh, football so simple. It's a very simple game where you know where it's being complicated by certain people. And I don't know what Southgate's. There was no sign of anything that happened in the England team. I didn't see this uh, the Iceland game because I was away. Yeah. Uh, and I, I heard I didn't miss much. And I, I thought, well, last night I, I did have half of... I was more hope than anything else that Jack would play. And, you know, what, what an opportunity to throw him in, you know, after a really poor display and throw him in and say, look, now let's play for a midfield and play for a Grealish. And, you know, it was it was the right kind of game for him because they had Ericsson in midfield. Who's a player? Is you know he weren't they weren't going to be at play play against anyone who was going to try and whack him or nothing like that. It would have been a perfect beginning for him, and it, and and Southgate didn't see it. He, it looks as if he don't want to see it. He don't want to know. He don't want to know this kid. It's he's quite sure if he if he can't pick him in in games in this competition, what chance he got of playing in the World Cup? That's or, the way I look at it. Yeah, or the Euros, you know, and I think it was clear. Well, even, that, you know, even, even the Euros, what chance in the Euros, but it's most yeah. certainly not the World Cup. If he's, if he's not going to, these are the, this is a competition when you surely you've got to try these players and try and try and play through midfield and, you know, which we haven't done for so long. And it just seems that Southgate is so, so much like the others. It's just incredible. It's as though they get these English managers off a production line picked by the suits that aren't qualified to pick the managers and the managers aren't qualified to pick and and infuse the team, shall we say? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm just looking as a, as we speak. I'm just looking at Aston Villa just played a played a record signing for this. Uh, this Watkins, you know, they, they've, they've gone and splashed thirty-three million pound out for the kid from Brentford. Now, the only the only reason they've done that is to keep Grealish there. Yeah. Otherwise, they wouldn't have bothered. They wouldn't have bothered. They 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 they'd have been they would have been relegated if it weren't for him anyway. With, especially with his goal goal in the last match of the season. But now they they know they've got to spend that kind of money to get two or three, maybe two more signings like that who will be able to get on the level to play with Jack. Now, if Dean Smith can see it, why can't Gary Southgate see it? 
I mean, it's, uh, the difference between the two of them, Southgate's neck ain't on the line because he is one of the FA. He's part of the FA. He's part of their setup. He's been with them for years. Uh, he's been with the under-21s and he's been, you know, all this rubbish about they won tournaments before. But take the notice of them youth tournaments. It's it's not the real, it ain't the real thing. Most of them players never really do it at the highest level. But, um, yeah, I mean, Villa have broke the bank for him and yet Southgate don't see it. It's just, you know, we, you know, every time you and I talk, we're just as if we're talking to the brick wall, doesn't it? It is, yeah, and and you know most of the uh, the football supporters and and to be fair, a lot of the press, there was an absolute backlash when Southgate didn't originally pick Jack because he, he even called up Maitland Niles before Jack, and, and I'm just banging my head against a brick wall, and I find myself out when I'm watching England now banging my head up against that same brick wall and I just look at it I just think you know what I don't think I understand football these days because as you've always said and as you alluded to earlier football's a simple game when you get the ball give the football to somebody that can actually play football and let's try and get into that final third and get the ball to the feet of players that can score goals, just like what you used to do with us and Jimmy. And it just ain't rocket science. But this claim seems to be, well, he's just a leader of a circus at the moment. It's all over the place. Well, I mean, um, we go, go back to what you said earlier on about he's looking at, Jack to be uh, a forward player, like, uh, but he, he doesn't play that way. He, no. he plays, he gets the ball deep. He, in the last few games of Villa, he was getting it in the full-back positions and starting the play and then linking up. And then the next minute, you know, he's in the, he's in the last third, playing balls through to the strikers. So he's not a front player by any stretch of the imagination. Jack Grealish, I couldn't play up front. A lot of players, of midfield players of that ilk, they can't play up front. They're not front players. Harry Kane's an out-and-out centre-forward, and he needs someone like Jack Grealish to provide for him. And he ain't going to get it with the, the midfield players that England have got at the moment. They just created nothing before he came on. And then when they put him on, they didn't even give them the ball. They, he had to go looking for it himself. It was just... A, it was just... It, it, it's... It's too diabolical for words. And you see it coming, you know. In a way, I didn't want him to get picked because I wanted England to suffer without him. Same here. You know, I wanted England to suffer without him. Someone to finally turn around and say, look, what is hell going on here? Why isn't Grealish getting picked? Because we have absolutely no idea how to play the game in midfield. You know, and it's so outstanding that you don't even really need to know much about football to see that. No, you don't. I mean, a, you know, a, a young child just starting out in the game or, you know, you, you, your granny could look at that and just think, that's rubbish when this boy, when this boy come on. I mean, if you're looking at, at through the eyes of somebody that doesn't understand football, they would look at when Jack come on. And, and say, when that number 17, come on, he wanted the ball. OK, they didn't play it. But when he did get the ball, he had a go. He played the ball forward. 
Jack, when he gets on the ball, wants to get on the front foot, wants to play the ball forward. If there's nothing on, he will give a little give and go and, and get the ball the other side and create the play. Ericsson, you're right, a very similar player. Ericsson will come deep sometimes and get the balls off the centre half and then he, he's in there supporting the forward players. You have players, you're right, Al, that are are out-and-out forward players and other players that aren't out-and-out forward players but are forward-thinking players that lie a bit deeper, get the ball and create the play. You know, it's almost like, as you've said, an, an, an English Perlo. We need that kind of player because without players like that, England are just going to run on the spot and, you know, go round in circles as we have done since the 70s, pretty much. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're, we're just, there, there's no signs, there's no signs at the moment that uh, Southgate, I think, you know, we kind of, when he took over, we thought, well, give, give the fella a chance, you know. Um, he, it's a great position, he was in a great position as well, because he really didn't have anything to follow. Yeah. You know, it's like when Ferguson left Manchester United, it was a hard job to, it was an hard act to follow, but, Following an England manager now is not is not a tough job because you only got to start playing the game properly and you know it happened it happened in 1996 when Venables took over he picked the best England team we we saw for years uh, because he picked our best players but it doesn't seem that anyone since wants to do that you know it's um and last night I you I was I was choked last night when. He actually brought Jack on because I didn't want Jack to come on because, uh, you know, you could just imagine if Denmark had went and scored, they'd have won one nil, and it would have all been, you know, very negative. And you would have heard the press say, well, Grealish didn't do much. Well, what, what can a player do in 15 minutes? I don't know. It, you know, I'd have been no good in 15 minutes. It take, took me about 20 minutes to get warmed up on the field. Yeah. You know, and it, it's just a ridiculous substitution. And he, I'd like to really know the truth about why he did put him on. If he thought he was good enough, then he played from the beginning. He's even played the, the lad from Leeds in front of him who's never played a Premier League match. And now he's, he's pulled him off and he's put Jack on. Now, that, 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 to me, just seems a little bit Chinese. And another thing about... The, the boy from Leeds, I mean, Calvin Phillips, he's looked a decent player playing in the championship. But but Southgate had already said about Jack, I don't pick players that are in the championship. I need to see him play in the Premier League before I can pick Jack Grealish. Then he goes and picks a championship player that's never played in the Premier League. It's almost as though this clown talks in riddles. Yep, yep. It's, I mean, that's that's a, that. I mean, he's um, all the signs are that, that he's contradicting himself so much. It's 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 a little bit less, like listening to the prime minister at the moment. Yeah. You know, with the contradictions that are coming through. Um, exactly what you say. You know, he he didn't fancy Jack until he played against Premiership opposition. He he proved it last year by keeping Aston Villa up. And what what more has the lad got to do to get a game? It's like like it's like when Waddington said about me, I, mean, I know it was a lot of years ago, but he was just so fed up with it. And I played a game at White Hart Lane one day, and it was the first time Stoke had won there for 100 years, and, and I played really well. We were playing very well anyway. And, um, and he just said to the 
he just said to the, the like I call them the the Fleet Street, I call them the London's uh, press gang. He said to them, it was all over the papers that, that, that Hudson will play for the World Eleven before he does the England team, you know. And it seems that way that I think Jack might be Jack's along them lines. Jack is too good for Jack is actually too good for England, yeah. you know. In in that in that respect, I've always said, as I said to Jim White. This fella, like Bobby Moore was in an England shirt. Some players are born international players, and he's a born international player. To get a club player, he's, he's a terrific club player, but the, the international stage is tailor-made for people like Jack Grealish to get the ball, just slow it down, do what he does himself, do his own thing and, and create. And that's what he's good at. And I think the international, and they'll, and this fella can't see it. And the but the word that's the the biggest crime of all is the people at the FA can't see that he can't see it. So they're all in the same same boat together, and, and they wonder why we haven't won nothing since 1966. It just beggars belief. It's stupid beyond the pale. And as I say, it, it's there for everybody to see. Jack going into a new season now. What would your advice to Jack? Because, you know, United have been sniffing around. As you've said, uh, Brentford player Ali Watkins had, had just signed. He scored a lot of goals in the Championship. I know Villa are looking to bring in one or two. Hopefully, Jack will stay in the West Midlands with the club he loves and just kick it on again to another level. And for me, all I would say to Jack Grealish is just keep doing what you're doing, and not what George did to you when Ramsey banned you. He sent you that telegram and just says, just show them pretty much out what you're missing. You're the best midfield in a midfield player in the country by a mile. That's pretty much what I'd say to Jack. What would you say to Jack? Well, yeah, I mean, without a doubt. I mean, he's, uh, while I was away, um, Don, Don Shank said to me, we were, I was saying about... He, he should play. I wonder where he play against Denmark. And Don, Don turned around to me and he said, Alan, I said, I'm going to tell you now, if I was him, I wouldn't play. I would refuse to play. Say, no, you get out of this trouble on your own. Yeah. Don't throw me in now because you, you, you've done that again. He said, I wouldn't play. And I, I always said that about after my first game against the Germans. I should have retired then because I knew he was going to put me in a bad position where I was going to do something like walk away or walk out or whatever. And Jack's in a position now where, yeah, it would have been, a lot of people would have called him foolish if he'd have refused to play last night. But I might have been in a situation where I said, no, I'm not, I'm, if I'm not playing, I'm not going on a substitute for 15 minutes. That's not me. I need 90 minutes. That's my game. I want to, I want to do something for the 90 minutes. And now they've left him in a position. Jack, Unlike many professional footballers today, loves the club he plays for. Yeah. He's very, very loyal. He's made that very clear. We see him cry at Wembley when Villa went through, and they weren't they weren't crocodile tears by any stretch of the imagination. He, the kid, loves Villa. You can see his, the passion he's got for the club. He will not leave Aston Villa while they're in the Premier League. That's for sure. And his manager, by spending money. He's telling him that he wants him to stay because he's getting better players for him to play with. And I think his manager, maybe they should kick Southgate out and put Smith in charge of the England team because he seems to know more about football than Southgate. 
Absolutely. And we could do with getting some one-to-ones with you and uh, Jack Grealish, the governor and the maestro. And that uh, would be a fitting venue at Villa Park when the uh, crowds are allowed back in there to uh, get Hudson down there in a you know, little bit of... Um, what do they have? These um, these these bars where... The, what is it, Al? What's the word that I'm looking for? Um, oh, blimey. You know, when you just have a word that leaves your head. Hospitality, I think, is the word that I'm looking for. Hudson, oh, and, you, yeah. Hudson and Grealish in the hospitality bar, over a pint, and you talking through, Jack, what it was like in the old days, and you mentoring him. That would be my, my ideal, too, for England. Well, I think uh, that would make a good piece. I'd, I'd love to, as we, you and I spoke many times, yeah. I'd love to do a piece with Jack. I'd love to meet the kid. Um it, it's heartbreaking, really. I, I know how he feels. It, um, it's in a different situation for me because I I was banned for three years. Ramsey banned me for three years, and I that really turned me against England, playing for England. That turned me off. Uh, but this kid, he's you can see on his face. I mean, they stopped him in the gate the other day, didn't they? When he tried <laughs> getting on something, and he and he laughed. I mean, it's typical, isn't it? You know. Yeah. It's typical. If it, if it had been, if it had one arm and one leg, they'd have let him in. But um, you know, it's typical. It just seems that um, things in your life are not really that simple. It, um, some players are picked and can't get out. It's sometimes it's hard for some players to get out of the team than it is for some to get in the team. You know, um, and here's a kid cry. We're crying out for this kid to play. And he's not wanted by the manager. It's just, it's just, it's a, it's a horrible situation for, for the young, for the young man. It really is because he knows he's good enough. Half this country knows he's good enough. They've seen it last year, and yet he, that Southgate can just sit there with that long face of his. He's got nothing to smile about. He had nothing to smile about after the Iceland game. He had nothing to smile about last night, and he didn't even mention his name. You know, it's. Um, the the fellow should have asked him why did you leave it to, for fifteen minutes to bring him on. That's that's what that's what his job should have been, the interviewer. But he didn't even do his job because that's what I'd have asked Southgate. How can you leave the player with that talent sat on the line for seventy five minutes when we're watching a load of trash? Absolutely, I can't disagree with uh, any of your sentiments about Jack Grealish. And uh, let's hope that both Jack and Aston Villa have a great season and there's a lot of love for you on the Aston Villa football group because I post all our stuff about Jack and um, so many Villa supporters have very very fond memories of you when you was a player um, as, as do all of us of, uh, of all football clubs because as Tony Curry said this week in the interview Alan Hudson was a genius and I'll, uh, I'll agree with Tony Curry there as well yeah I got to agree with that yeah <laughs> I'll do till next time pal all the best and um, you need to think of another six songs because part was it part 11 part 12 of my life my music's coming soon mate alright pal I'll speak to you soon Paul cheers out thanks mate keep banging that drum pal (laughs) we will brother tell her mate tell her mate tell her mate Yeah.